welcome back to another episode of T.O. Fit Interiors. Thanks for joining us this week. As a quick reminder, guys, we love you so much for listening. And if you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a review. And if you're listening on Spotify, please just go ahead and hit that star button on the podcast player so that we can get some ratings. We greatly appreciate it. It really helps the show. Yes, thanks. So, so moving on, today's topic, we are talking about the top trends in kitchens right now. And while Alicia and I, we don't love talking trends, these trends we feel are going to be timeless. So that's why we're going to talk about them today. Do you agree, Alicia? I absolutely agree. Yes. All right. But before we get to that, girl, you know I need to know. What you sipping on? I am sipping on my own home blend. I am doing a ginger root and orange tea. I made it myself. I'm enjoying it with a little agave and lemon juice. It's very yummy. Nice. So I'm sipping on Berry Detox Tea from David's Tea. They have a few teas this month or a week, I noticed, that are themed with, you know, clearing out and detoxifying your body. So I wanted to try this one. It's juicy and it's not too sweet. It has dark berries, and they're balanced by a delightfully tart and acidic taste. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. It's time for D's Randomness. Okay, Alicia, I know we're talking about kitchens, but I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of a pink kitchen? Have you ever seen a pink kitchen before? Pink? Yeah. Back in the day. Remember, I'm a 60s baby, so I've seen all that. Okay, well, guess what? Today's randomness is actually about Mamie Eisenhower, who was the first lady between 1953 and 1961. And she was notorious for loving pink. She showed up to the inaugural ball in a pink dress with pink rhinestones, pink shoes, pink pocketbook. She was decked out in pink. She loved pink. They said that she redid almost the entire White House in pink. The bathroom, the kitchen, and other rooms, sheets, and things like that. So she decided that she wanted to redecorate the entire bathroom in her Gettysburg home. And many builders and designers, they followed suit. And that's how we ended up with all these pink bathrooms during that period of time. People just ran with it. And that's all according to the pink book. What do you think of that, Alicia? I'm okay with pink. You know, it came back during the whole, remember the millennial pink? We did a couple of stagings and we infused that millennial pink color. Now they ascribed it to millennials, but whatever. Yeah, this (laughs) is true. But it's very interesting because even my mom's bathroom in her co-op when she purchased it had the pink with the black pink and black bathroom. I hate pink and black bathrooms. I think pink and white are better, much easier on the eye. But anyway, we're talking about kitchens today. I love them. I I don't have a problem with them. I had one just before. Well, actually, it was pink and burgundy. The one that I just did in the master, that whole shower and the walls were that pink and the border was burgundy. You don't remember. I'm going to have to send you some pictures speaking of pink. And yeah, look at your eyes. But 
it was a hot mess. It wasn't ugly. It just was not what we do today. Now it's all white and marble. It's not even white. Like, you know, my, you haven't seen it yet, have you? No, we have not. The listeners, we want to see it. Because they okay, know I gotta, gotta post make it sure. to Instagram. <laughs> gotta make sure I post. I'm gonna. I sent you pictures. You didn't post. I sent you before and after. You All forgot. right, well, don't tell on me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little behind, out. people. It's just me. If, if anybody wants to help, <laughs> reach out <laughs> to me. Hello at Tio Interiors. I can use the help. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let's focus. Let's focus. Okay. All right, let's focus down. So let's move on on to today's topic. Yes, let's move on to today's topic. I'm very excited about this. I'm all about the kitchen. Yeah, so we're talking about kitchen trends. And like I said, we don't really like to talk about trends because trends, they come, they go. And when everybody starts doing all these trends, it kind of loses its luster. And then you're just like, I've seen this a billion times. I can't stand it. Even when it's something pretty. So I want to talk about one trend that I've seen that I think has good staying power because Alicia, you like this style in particular. And that's freestanding furniture in your Mm -hmm. kitchen. Mm-hmm. like a hutch or a table or a nice counter for the middle instead of having an island that's fixed, which mm-hmm. feels heavy. You can't move it. You can't change the design of your kitchen if you ever want to. So I like that idea of a beautiful freestanding piece to, you know, drop your flowers on or your groceries or whatever. I happen to use a table in the middle of my kitchen because it's easier for me and I can adjust the size whenever I need to. What do you think of that, Alicia? Oh, I love it. I've been trying to figure out how to get one in my kitchen, but my kitchen's only like 10 by 10 and it really doesn't lend itself to an island or a piece of furniture or anything. It would have to be so tiny. I don't know that it would even makes sense but i'm a huge fan of it because i love vintage pieces of furniture and i think that even if you were to do an industrial piece in a very traditional kitchen yeah i love that look i'm so wanting to find a piece that is appropriate i have great hope that one day i'll stumble upon something but you know how i like to go to these little vintage shops and It doesn't even have to be a vintage shop. It can be any place that you stumble upon and you find this great piece of furniture to use that and be able to swap it out for different things over the years is an amazing concept. Not new to me, not new to you, but a lot of people would not even think about it. And I think it's an awesome thing to do. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking for your kitchen? I'm seeing, I keep seeing it. It's on wheels. It's metal. It's like brown metal, kind of rusty brown metal. And it has a slim top, but it kind of folds down and it fits Mm -hmm. perfectly in the middle of your kitchen, but it's not too wide because, you know, you need the space to walk around because you have to get to your stove and you have to get to your refrigerator. The reason why the top folds down is because I'm thinking you would use it when you're prepping in the Mm -hmm. kitchen because you know you don't have that much counter space but you need Mm -hmm. to put something over here or over there Mm -hmm. while you're Mm -hmm. preparing and Mm -hmm. then i'm seeing you collapsing it and rolling it into your closet and calling it a day into what closet girl don't you have a closet off there i got a pantry girl but you got to come back to the house (laughs) it's not gonna work but i love that concept and let's hold it in our vibration because okay you know what i gotta look at it again but i'm 
I'm going to create a concept for you. I love it. Work. Yeah. Continue that creative process. I'm all over that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of countertops, uh-huh. I'm thinking about a lot of people always say to me when I tell them that their cabinet should go all the way to the top of their ceiling, you know, and they shouldn't have like extra space at the top. They're like, but I can't reach up there. What am I going to put up there? And you can create a pantry in those higher areas. You know, it doesn't have to be dead space. You can actually use that space mm-hmm. for, you know, your canned goods, your mm-hmm. extra potato chips, your appliances that you don't use very often. You can use that as your extra storage, especially in kitchens that don't have a pantry, that don't have an area where they can create another closet or something to be functional and put things away. So I'm thinking that the countertop pantry, it makes sense. It's a better use of space. You know, I have a garage. I call it a tower. So it actually sits on the counter. And if you have a large kitchen, you can get away with a couple of these and it's lovely. Mine is a glass door and it has two drawers on the bottom where I keep canned goods that I use very often, like beans that I use to make my rice and peas or whatever. I also have the door at the top that I keep jars of my staple items, my my rice. So it serves as a pantry tower and it has a glass door so I can see straight through. And I know that my grits and most of my grains are in there, but they're in mason jars with lids and labels and all that because you know ocd so i think that is really good even in a small kitchen you'll find that most of the time the recommendation is if you have a large kitchen you can use those but i don't think anything is restricted to large or small i think you can obviously accommodate you know make accommodations based on whatever you have make it work right yeah you agree I do agree because sometimes the smaller kitchens, they need those innovative storage, creative storage ideas because they may not, like I said, have an area where they can build a pantry or add a pantry to the space. So using the available space you have and trying to make it work for your storage is extremely important when it comes to smaller spaces. What do you think about now that we're on the counters? What do you think about using slab backsplashes? In- well, I love it. I, I'm not opposed to the tiles with the grout, okay? Me but either, just but. because we're talking about slab, I'm a fan. And you know, nowadays, you don't have to do stone. There's so many wonderful porcelain slabs they have nowadays, which yeah. is amazing and easy to maintain. Of course, I opt for the real stone because I love the natural materials. But I do believe that having a slab is very clean and it harkens back to, you know, times of old. It feels like you really have a nice, clean aesthetic. And I think it's particularly nice in a small space because it feels very consistent. It feels consistent. It makes it feel larger because Mm -hmm. there's no there's no breaks in the line of sight. And so I was just going to say the slab is perfect for smaller kitchens. And, you know, I think it's more cost effective, too. So now that we're talking about the backsplash, how about the cabinet? I think I really like the cabinet doors that are inset now, you know, doing the inset instead of the over. What do you think of that? I'm not opposed. I'm trying to come up with the proper. But you're not a fan 100%. Ooh, let's find out what's going on here. Well, you know, you're talking about like the shaker look. You're trying to be cute, but you know it's the shaker. So don't be trying to be cute. 
I'm over the shaker. And I think that everybody and their mother is trying to do shaker. And they've been doing that for like 15 years. It's not new. What do you think, D? I think they need to shake it up. I think we, we need to come back, no pun intended, but I think we need to come back to some of the really beautiful furniture looking cabinets. That's what I think. I think I'm over all that shakerism. But what if you're not like a traditional person? Because that kind of lends itself to traditional feel. I mean, they do make shakers now with the smaller edges. Mm -hmm. They're beveled. They've changed mm -hmm. it up a little bit. So yeah. what would you say to the people that really like more of a clean, modern aesthetic and they're not into all the ornateness of a furniture-looking cabinet? It doesn't have to even be ornate. You know, furniture, I agree with the slab look. Mid-century modern look was perfect. It had very clean detail. It wasn't overly embellished and overly ornate. So I believe that a nice, clean, flat panel cabinet can be wonderfully attractive with nice hardware. So I just want people to be creative with their kitchens. I don't want them to feel like they've got to do this cookie cutter thing that everybody and their mother was doing. That's all. This is true. And that's why we said we don't like to choose trends that don't feel timeless. I feel like the shaker, I know it, everyone's doing it, but I just feel like it won't go out of style. It's going to be like your standard cabinet style. Like when you go into the store, it's like, okay, you got shaker, you got flat slab. And I do like the mid-century modern, you know, that I love that period especially when the cabinet has like some kind of grain to it and mm -hmm. gives it some character. And so it doesn't feel as boring and flat and plain. And then of course, you know, your hardware that you put on the cabinets mm -hmm. will really transform it. So yes, yep. you're right. But what I was really talking about was instead of having the cabinet doors over the frame, I was talking about having them inset. So oh, okay. everything's flat straight across. What do you think of that look? I don't think I know what you're talking about. You said instead of having a cabinet door. Over the frame. Over the frame. Mm-hmm. Let me show oh. you. The, you know, the hinges. Oh, the hinges over the frame. Mm -hmm. Have the hinges like concealed. So you really like, don't see yeah. them. Yeah. Oh. Like that. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's fine. That's nice. So that's what I was really talking about. What do you think about that as a trend? Do you think more people should set them in or see the hinges? Now, listen, that cabinet that you just showed me, that's a shaker. But what I want to tell you is I think it looks warm and new and fresh to you because it's not done in white or gray or cream or green. It is actual wood. We're looking at wood again. And that's the trend I want to embrace. Oh, yeah. Stained wood. Yes. I like mm -hmm. that better than the shiny, you know, varnished wood. Right. Because to me, that never felt warm because it had that gloss on top of it. Right. And I like that warmth that stained wooden cabinets bring in. And then mm -hmm. what do you think about the plaster range hoods? Guess what? I think I'm going to do that. You know, I haven't finished my range hood yet. I think I'm going to do it. I love the idea of it. I think it's very cool. I mean, I probably should do wood with the beadboard or something like more traditional because of my cabinets. No, but... nonsense. You could do what you want to do at your kitchen. <laughs> right. So I I might do it. But anyway, I love it. I think they're beautiful. They do lend themselves to a little bit more of a Mediterranean feel. What do you think about that? Yeah, I feel they're more clean and minimal depending on what color you make them. But I 
I've never been a fan of like range hoods. What do you mean? The decorative hoods? The decorative range hoods. Me neither. Yeah. I'm like, why do I have either. to why do I have to see this big old hood when I walk into the kitchen? I want it to disappear along with the cabinet since it's on the same like it's in the same space, like it's up there. I want it to just be the same color and just go straight across. <laughs> I just I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to bother. What do you think about matte marble countertops? Love it. I feel like that even makes it, w along with like the stained wood, to me, that would be like such a beautiful look. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. What about handmade porcelain tiles mm. for the back I, mean, I love anything handmade. So whether they're porcelain, whether they're ceramic, all of the handmade items have imperfections. And I'm a huge fan of seeing imperfections. I do not like everything perfectly lined up, everything. It just feels more organic and it feels more procured. I love that look. And I love to see things that were not intended for that particular use, which is why I love the idea of an item of furniture as a centerpiece in the kitchen or even a hutch as a focal point in the kitchen. So anything handmade, whether it's handmade tile, whether it's handmade furniture, whether it's a handmade sculpture, all handmade items I'm a huge fan of. Okay, and what about natural light? Well, it's not really a trend, but what do you think about highlighting your already existing windows or taking the step to create more windows? I think that's fine if you have the budget. Sometimes you can change your trim you're molding around the window to give it visual interest. But a huge window in the kitchen, especially over the sink and your prep area, will give your kitchen an elevated sense. I love to work in my kitchen. Some people don't have a desire to cook. I'm all upset because I couldn't get to my cooking this morning because I like to cook early in the morning. And I do know that natural light can be very inspiring. When you see that light spilling into the kitchen, it makes you feel warm and it is physically warm. So adding an extra window, I believe is a really good thing if your kitchen is very closed and very dark because who wants to be in a, in a dark kitchen? Who wants to be in a dark anything? Yeah, I was just about to say it helps to open the space, make it feel more airy. But also if you create higher windows and you have nice views, let's say, your kitchen faces the backyard or something, you know, and you have these beautiful views or mountains or whatever to look at. I think if you open that space, it helps to frame the kitchen. And if you don't have an open concept, then you may want to opt to do that because a lot of people open their spaces so that they can feel like everything's larger and they have feel more in touch with everyone else. But if you can't, because your space doesn't lend for you to open it and your kitchen has to be separate, like how yours is, then I think having a window or something that is much larger and gives you more access to your natural elements that you can look at, I feel like it helps to not make the space, like you said, feel as enclosed. I wanted to mention about that whole moodiness, that whole giving a space a feeling of vintage or worn or patina. I think that's really good. I like to infuse lighting fixtures that don't feel new because that gives the kitchen a little bit of a timelessness feel. Estate art and pieces of art or wall hangings that feel like they were from another era 
helps to create especially new kitchens. It creates a very warm feeling. I don't know that I want a dark kitchen, but I do like a kitchen that feels it elevates it. I, when I say elevated, I feel like it just gives it depth. It makes it feel a little timeless. What do you think yeah. about that? I agree. I mean, like if it's the the kitchen island or a piece that you're putting in the middle of the kitchen, that's a different color from your cabinet color scheme, you know, to like help break it out. Like you said, and it's darker and it adds that element of mood there. I think that's great. And I think using vintage pieces and things that were not purchased all at the same time and that are all on trend. That's the other mm -hmm. thing. Don't mm -hmm. buy trendy lighting, a trendy hood, get trendy countertops, get trendy cabinets, because what's going to happen is one, it's going to look like Pinterest threw up on your whole kitchen, but <laughs> two, it's going to look very dated quickly and it's going to look cliche. It's going to mm -hmm. have no personality because you just threw in every available trend you could find. Mm -hmm. So yes, mixing up, using an industrial lighting style fixture in a kitchen that maybe is French country like yours. It's really nice to mix that. Or if you live near like a beachy area and your kitchen kind of has that beachy feel and then you want to add like a traditional light fixture, you know, it's like it mixes it up and it gives like these different layers and warmth and different elements that will give your kitchen some personality so that your kitchen does look more timeless, even though you may have used a one or two trends here and there. You know what I mean? It just makes it feel more authentic, I should say. So I encourage people to be inspired, but don't take it all. So tell me, Alicia, what are some of the trends that you're feeling or that you think our listeners should look toward? I was going to mention all those ones that you said. I'm in complete agreement with all of those. I don't know so much about trend. I think it's okay to call them that, but you know, I don't really buy into trends. So I believe those items that we discussed today are the ones that I'd like people to focus on because they're timeless. It doesn't matter if you do it this year or you do it 25 years from now, they're still going to look good. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today's episode. Tell us what you think. In the episode show notes, there's always a question if you're listening on Spotify, I know 17% of you do and the rest of you listen on Apple, which is cool. But if you happen to be on Spotify, scroll down and there's going to be a question. What do you think of today's episode? Go ahead and let us know. What do you think of today's episode? Is there a trend that you already do in your home that you want to emphasize more? Are you getting ready to change your kitchen? You're going to try out one of these trends. Let us know what you think. And we can't wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Love you guys. Always. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.